our Graham Wilkin sat down with uh, Alana Austin from Great Television's Washington, D.C. Bureau to talk about the federal response to Ida. Now, we do know that uh, the White House admin says administration officials will travel to Louisiana and Mississippi next week to meet with leaders and assess damage. Let's look at what they did today. I'm joined by Alana Austin, one of our uh, correspondents at our Gray DC Bureau. Alana today has been covering the aftermath of Hurricane Ida, um, sitting in on some of those meetings uh, with the federal government as they try to respond here. Alana, uh, there was a meeting with President Biden and uh, FEMA, the FEMA administrator, some state and local officials. What can you tell us about that meeting today? So the meeting was held with President Biden and the FEMA administrator and other officials in D.C. today, just this afternoon. And over the phone, he was joined by the Louisiana governor and other state officials from Louisiana, as well as officials in Mississippi. And they were really just doing a check-in on the aftermath of Ida as it came through, obviously, a, a historic and a dangerous storm. And unfortunately, the president said, you know, Ida did live up to a lot of the catastrophic predictions about the damage that it could inflict, about the level of winds, the flooding, and so forth. However, thankfully, the Louisiana governor chimed in as well during the call and said, while the damage is really extensive to certain communities, so far there has been just one confirmed fatality, sadly, um, and they, they are fortunate. He said that the levees held up because he said that it would be a completely different story today as far as the safety of folks um, had those levees not held up. So thankfully, they said that uh, that protected communities from a lot more severe damages. That's so true. And so as far as getting immediate help to those people who are impacted, what are some of the, the federal resources that are available right now? So President Biden said that the federal government is working very closely with the state and the local officials on the ground right now. There were preparations underway ahead of time, too, so that FEMA had their officials staged at different locations and ready to go, if you will, so that they could have as quick of a response as possible. Early today, I mean, I think as early as 3 a.m., the Louisiana governor said they started those search and rescue operations. And so that's very much underway. 5,000 National Guard members, according to the president, are also on the ground assisting with those. So that's certainly a top priority is making sure to help those folks that are in areas where there is flooding and dangerous conditions. And then also they, they spoke out about how it was really a top priority to restore power. Uh, although the official number initially today said 1 million without power in Louisiana, Governor John Bell Edwards said he thinks it could be as high as 2 million people without power. So the governor said the top priority will be restoring power to the hospitals. They want to make sure, especially with this pandemic continuing, they want to make sure those folks first receive their power and then everybody else. So I think power restoration, search and rescue operations, there's shelter available for folks. Um, and of course, a reminder, the president said that for those that are, are still in kind of a dicey situation to shelter in place as of right now, if that's an option for them. Okay. And I heard too that a lot of people are saying cell phone service is down. Uh, the FCC is getting involved in that? Yes, so according to President Biden, the FCC has made it possible. So let's say you have one cell phone provider, the other providers that could still be online would still offer you a signal. So even if your particular um, 
carrier that you have is down in theory, if there are any other ones available and you're using the digital roaming function, you should be able to have a signal. Obviously we know power is down, so hopefully folks have either access to a generator or some other supply that they could be recharging their cell phones at this time. But in theory, that's something that the FCC put in place to try to maximize a person's opportunity to have contact to, to get help. Okay. Um, and, and so what about just kind of the next steps as far as obviously FEMA has to assess all the damage and there's there appear, apparently seems to be a lot of it. Um, are they able to get to get uh, crews on the ground pretty quickly to start doing that immediately or what are kind of the next steps here? So one thing that I thought was really interesting out of this hearing is that the president directed the Pentagon, the Department of Homeland Security to take advantage of the satellite imagery that they have available, obviously having state-of-the-art technology, so that they would be making sure to share that information with officials on the ground so that we can be quickly making those assessments, as you mentioned. And then also the FAA is going to be working so that there's drones that will be assessing damage as well. And so in theory, they said that that should not be inter interfering with any of those search and rescue operations. So that would allow the federal government, the state and the local officials to be getting a clearer picture, so to speak, uh, closer to real, as close to real time as possible about the devastation here. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about satellite. I guess you could kind of get a, a before and after and you can see if, if a building is gone or, you know, if it's damaged. That is interesting that they're using those resources. Um, and I guess my other question would be Louisianans are they've been through this so many times, so many storms um, with varying degrees of response and help from FEMA. And I think a lot of people are just don't really trust FEMA that much. They're, they're not very optimistic that this money uh, or if they lost their home, for example, Example, if help is going to come quickly, um, uh, people in Lake Charles, the other side of Louisiana, still waiting a year later for, for help from the federal government. The mayor of Lake Charles pleading this week. Governor Biden, our uh, President Biden, stopped in Lake Charles this year actually uh, and stood in front of their their big bridge in, in Lake Charles. I mean, what do you think can be done to kind of really get this moving along? Uh, is there a sense that that this could could happen faster than in previous storms, or is it just hard to say? I think it's tough to say, you know, I've been in DC for four years now and I cover a lot of these states that are in the Gulf Coast or have covered different states that are very vulnerable to storm impacts. I covered Hurricane Michael several years back when the panhandle was hit by a category five. And I know there was a lot of frustration from communities because it took many, many months for folks to see the full federal resources available to them to be rebuilding. So at this point, you know, we're in the August recess. So lawmakers have not necessarily been in DC full time. I think those discussions I'm sure will be taking place, will be underway in the near future when the lawmakers all return to DC. You know, President Biden did put in place different federal disaster declarations to make sure that there are federal resources moving forward immediately as far as the rebuilding efforts. Governor Edwards, as well as President Biden, said they really hope to start that process as quickly as possible to make sure that folks are able to rebuild. But obviously, time will tell how quickly that happens, how much funding is available. Obviously, the governor said how the, the damages really are truly catastrophic, so there will be a level of urgency, I imagine, to try to accelerate any talks on Capitol Hill.
Yeah. So I guess it'll kind of be up to the Louisiana delegation to really keep pushing forward and for people like us to keep talking about it and keep the, the people of Louisiana uh, in mind in, in our stories. So Alana Austin, we appreciate the, uh, the coverage today on the national level. We've been seeing the reports out of Louisiana. Good to have someone in Washington too on top of it for us. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, that was our Graham Mulkin speaking with Alana Austin from Gray's DC Bureau.